the Tiltcast, episode 394. No Bone Zone. Bones. And this week, guys, we talk more South Park Fractured But Whole, Gears 5, and Borderlands 3. Stay tuned. Oh, Bones. That was syncopated. Uh, yes, it is. Oh, yeah. It's the Tiltcast. And we're back. Yo. Hey, so today's date is Saturday, September 21st at 921. 921 on 921. <laughs> we did that. We did that yes, thing. Yes, we did that again. We did that again. Yeah. Not synchronized. We didn't plan that at all. Uh, oh, we that we started at 913 on 913. So, uh, you know, it's getting later and later every day, every week. Uh, it's, you know, you were... Run a little bit late. Me and Jason yeah. have been hanging out for an hour. Time you showed up. But. Oh shit! Uh, well, sorry guys. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, hey, for the we'll get through it. <clears throat> so, just to introduce ourselves, I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. And together, we're going to talk about thirty minutes of bullshit. Bullshit. And we're going to talk about some games and some news. And some, it is an M-rated show. Some, so, some if you stuff. don't like cursing or uh, some dick jokes, then uh, <laughs> you're not going to like the show. Uh, <laughs> but if you do like dicks, nope. uh, you will. <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> and other things, you will like this show. You what, mate? <laughs> uh, dick. If you're a dick or you like dicks or you just D- like to dick around, you might like this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two of the three things are proper. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Hey, so, fuck me, man. This has been a hell of a week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much most of everything about my week I cannot go into. Yeah, of course. You know, um, same thing here, really. But whatever. Work is, I, work is 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 work. I will say that I have not slept very much in the last week. I've been trying to distract myself with a lot of games. I'll tell you that uh, we usually record on Friday. It's a Saturday that we're recording on. Yeah. I had a bunch of shit going on, and I was trying to sleep. And this little dog, because I've been gone for so long throughout the day, I'm leaving at like, you know, 6.45, putting her in her little hobble, which is the, the whole laundry room. Yeah. You know, she gets um, an entire with, room for the house. She does. House. You know, and it's cool in there, and she's got a shitload of toys, and it's puppy-proof. There's nothing she's going to do other than chew a hole in the wall. But... <laughs> All right. I haven't, rolled it out. I haven't rolled it out yet. Rolled it out yet. But... Um, so then I usually come home for lunch, um, and just, you know, let the dogs out, greet them and then go back. But then when I don't get back till seven thirty, I'm not helping her run out of a little bit of energy. Cause typically I do that. So she was Thursday night. She was just bouncing off the walls. Like I'm just, you want to lay down and the dog is just going to usually will just lay down with me. No, she's like, Nope, I'm going to go antagonize the old dog. Just all night. It's like one in the morning. I've been trying to go to bed for two hours and you are just not shutting up. And then she's like lusting. Out. She's got bone lust. And she, uh, I'd thrown the bone out of the room and I'm just like, stop <laughs> playing with things. Go to bed. Right. Like I tried to do this whole, I call it like a dog net. I've got another blanket and I'll just usually just throw it on her like a bird on a, like a blanket on a cage with a bird. Yeah. Usually she gets the hint. Oh, no. And nope, that wasn't working either. And I just got so frustrated, and I don't know where it came from. It was just pure, tired stupidity. Right. I just go, it's a no-bone zone! It's a no-bone zone! (laughs) (laughs) 
go to bed. And it just and after a second, I was like, she can't hear anything. <laughs> she's she's deaf. She's looking at me like I'm mad, and then she just starts barking at me. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> Uh, I was like, why it's was this a no bone zone? <laughs> you are, uh, yeah. <laughs> she is a special kind of special. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've uh, you you you've determined that you've uh, kind of met that that uh, threshold. That, yeah, that threshold. Yeah, you went crazy for a second there, and then I you're did. like, oh yeah, yelling uh, at the dog's not going to help any. Like even less than normal dogs. For yeah, I can yell at Zoe, and then she's just gonna like come up to me like, "What did I do bad?" Right, but this dog just look at me and bark. She, yeah, she's just like, "Did you?" She just cock her head a little bit, maybe, and be like, "What are you saying?" <laughs> no, I was just so mad that my head was moving when I was saying it. Yeah, so she's looking at me like, "Why is your face red, and why are you upset?" You want to play? That's what it is. I look, this looks like fun. Let me grab your fingers. <laughs> Yeah, let me pull, and then like I lay down even after that, and she pulls all the blankets off the bed, and then just like proceeds to like try to like lick or bite my feet, like get out of bed, motherfucker, I'm ready to go, and it's just like, oh my god, I can't, I don't know what to do, and so I finally just like threw the dog outside, and I was like, if I go to sleep, I'm gonna forget about her, yeah, and so then I walk out there in like my freaking boxer shorts in the middle of the night, yeah, well. to grab my damn dog. Well, you know, and just look at her and just like, please, please, just please chill. And I just like sat there and held her. And like, I was like so upset, like, and so crazy. Like, I almost started crying. Oh, like, I just wanted sleep so bad. <laughs> and then she must have just sensed my level of anxiety and just complete done with bullshit. That she's like, I'm going to uh, lay on your pillow. Yeah. Okay. And pass out. And I was just like, I guess I'll sleep on the other side of the bed. Yeah. She's finally asleep. Thank God. You just don't, and you might hear in the background chewing on a bone, staring directly at us like we're uh, we're crazy. No, she's she's like this is a bone zone. This is my bone zone. So and she stops I, and did, stares at me. Please stop saying <laughs> those zone. two words together. Bone zone. <laughs> bone zone. Is that what happens? There's three guys around the table. This is the bone zone. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to the Bone Zone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, mad dick. Bone Zone. (laughs) See, we even worked a dumb dick joke in there, too. See? See? That's how it works. Um, Yeah. That's the most interesting bullshit I've had that's that's, not sad. (laughs) Just not sad, depressing, anxiety riddled and... Totally depressing. Anyway, yeah, I have... Fuck, man. I am currently in my game-cation. Gamer-cation? Something like that. It's a vacation that I'm going to spend playing video games. Stop! (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking kick the table, you douche! (laughs) That was was my little toe. (laughs) You dumbass. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's why you don't need reclining seats around this table. Yeah, you just, oh, I'm just going to recline back. Yeah, you asshole. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I'm in the middle of my fucking gamecation or fucking vacation that I'm going to spend playing nothing but fucking video games the entire time, you know, like a fucking responsible adult. Uh, uh, so yeah, I just it's got I've got ten days to relax, try to recharge, forget that I uh, that I have a job, uh, and I mean you do you need to ch- recharge sometimes, right? I've got one of those days we get. For the holiday, you usually earn a paid day off. Right, right. So I'm taking that on Tuesday. So I'm basically off from now through Tuesday. Yeah, see, that's, I mean, that's... And I'm paying my fiance's daughter to mow the lawn. She really likes to do that, so... She's faster at it than I am, and I figure that's like the best $30 I've spent to not sweat my ass off outside. For sure. Around here? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. No, I I, um, literally have no chores. I am... Like I'm feeling so free. I'm. Uh, I don't have. I don't have much. Uh, I have to remember to go to the fucking shop every once in a while to get some food. That's about it. Um, no, I've been just. I've. I've kind of set up a bunch of fucking games to play. Uh, a couple of the longer titles that I ne- tend to get distracted on and never finish. Um, so I'm. I'm going to uh, try to chew through some longer titles while I'm on this vacation. Uh, and, man, it's, I absolutely needed this. This this last week has been freaking rough. I don't know if, like, Murphy had actually just heard that I was going to take a vacation and just made that week hard. But, it you know, there was things that I hadn't had to deal with that I had to deal with. And it, it, this is nuts. Just nuts. I'm so I'm super duper happy that I'm not having to work this week because, well, that means my coworkers actually have to do all the work now. <laughs> well, one of my coworkers is about to do jury duties on top of this, so next month, like I may be just running his team. Oh boy! So uh, I'll, I'll be splitting it up with another coworker, but yeah. oh, it's just joy. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's uh looks to be an interesting month. Jason, do you have any uh, random-ass bullshit that you went through this week? Hell no. I just tried to get as much time as I as I could into the into fractured but whole. Um, you have a weird way of saying that. <laughs> fractured but whole. The fractured but whole. Uh, um, I just noticed that you have two sets, two different sets of earbuds in I right do. now. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Is well, he watching TV while he's doing this? He's no, I am not. I'm actually working on what Rusty was asking for uh, before the he's, show. He's doing a thing. Um, I'm doing he, a thing. He's doing an art thing. Uh, but mostly between um, trying to get more time into the fractured butthole, because I knew I yeah, wasn't going to get any Gears time this week. Yeah. Um, it was already fractured. We We actually had a couple, like, down drag out fights with the 10 year old this week oh nice that made me angry enough that last night i said fuck it fuck it i need out of the house i'm going to rusty's yeah go to the bachelor's place because that's always the place to go it's the kid safe (laughs) zone zero kids yeah so he came Um, over so i went over there last night and we spooned we spooned. We played a couple <laughs> hours worth of Beat Saber. Yeah, we did. 
No. <laughs> my shoulders and my wrists were done by the time I was driving Crazy. home, dude. Yeah. Giggity. Giggity. Uh, <laughs> nah, fucking, um, you know, he, he's been wanting to come over and play VR for a while, and every time, uh, every previous times he's come over, he hasn't really gotten a chance to, you know, put the VR headset on and, you know, and play VR. And really get into it. <laughs> So uh, he came over, and basically we chatted for like five minutes, and then he goes over and turns my VR headset on and just fucking goes to town. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, and you, just you, totally took over his computer. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm fine with that. That's uh, what I do. Yeah. Play, uh, um, I, I, I play VR every fucking day, pretty much about an hour a day playing Beat Saber, um, and I've been doing that for a while now. Uh, so I've gotten fairly decent at the game. I'm not like the greatest, but I'm fairly decent at it. So, but I don't ever get to see what happens outside of the game. Like you got the fucking headset on. You think you're a fucking, nin- you know, like a, a ninja Jedi fucking craziness, right? You're going in there. Yeah. You know, and you're what you look like. Yeah. But I, I get to actually see what I actually look like and. The closest I can get to that is recording my gameplay. You know, if I record my gameplay, I can actually see where my sabers are sitting um, in space. You know, during a uh, uh, during a song. So, and because I've got the third person camera, you know, basically watching everything as the uh, song plays out. So, I'll record that and then I'll watch it back because you know I'm a pro. Uh, and I need to incre- you know, improve my form. Um, I, if I miss a note, I can tell from the uh, recorded gameplay how and why I missed the note. Uh, and it also tells me whether or not I have sensor issues so that I can fix the sensors or do whatever I need to do to, you know, you know, properly, you know, increase my score because of a pro. Um, but yeah, it's, Seeing the actual movement is something completely different than that. Uh, and I can only imagine I look like a fucking idiot. Um, because okay. if you watch somebody play Beat Saber, yeah, most of the time they're going to look like a fucking idiot. You just got a headset on, you're swinging your arms wildly. Uh, but in that little fucking space between the uh, between the screens and your eyes, you believe you are a Jedi. And uh, it's a uh, it, it's a really fun game, but extremely fun. It's it's not f- super flattering to watch. <laughs> no, it's not. Not at all. Um, but the uh, I gotta say, I've actually spent probably the most significant amount of time playing Beat Saber that I ever have. Yeah, you did just some... for the simple fact that. Um, I was pissed off enough, and Rusty knew it that yeah. he just kind of let me yeah. I mean, it, do it's whatever. A, it's a great stress reliever because it's physical activity on top of the fact that you are completely immersed in something else. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I play Beat Saber. Like after work, uh, I come home, I play Beat Saber for about an hour or so after work. Uh, then I have about an hour worth of chill time, and then I have to pass out. Um, yep. You know, so. Uh, I go in, I play Beat Saber, I get nice and sweaty, and then I fucking sit and chill, uh, you know, next to a, fi- a fan 
watch some YouTube videos, watch some Twitch, whatever. And then, you know, it's, it's time for bed. That's how my 12 hour day goes. Um, but, uh, it's, it's really freeing. I, I, I think it's, it's an, an incredible stress relief. Oh yeah. And you were able to get through some hard, man. You were able to get through some. Not only did I get through some hard. Yeah. I actually scored S on a hard. Yeah. I was proud of myself. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, uh. So proud of myself, I kept getting pissed off every time I did less than S on one after. Oh, yeah. You were, you were like, uh, I missed a couple blocks. I'm just going to watch the blocks go by until I fail. Uh, you were perfectly fine finishing that song, but yeah, you just sat there and like, I'm going to fail this, which of course increases my fail count on the fucking game. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Dick. Um, yeah. Uh, so whenever he was done playing that, I would put the headset on and I'd play an expert or an expert plus and he'd be like, oh, uh, there's, there's, there's room for improvement here. (laughs) Just a little. It, I was getting pissed off because I, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell for sure, but I was. I, I thought I was having some sensor issues. Um, it it was kind of funky there in in spots because you you know you're in the right spot. You know you're still in the um in the right space for the for the cameras, and then. All of a sudden, like the right hand was, it, it would just not. It would not register a hit. It wouldn't register, or you'd see the box like it moved outside of the detection zone. Right. You know, well, it's and then I think I've got a problem with my uh uh with the red saber, which is the left saber. Or, um, yeah, left. Sorry. So I um, yeah. uh, I think I might have crashed the uh, controllers a couple times. Yeah, and if that's the case, I might have broken one of the uh, IR LEDs on it. Um, and if that's the case, then I'm looking at possibly getting new controllers. Hi, uh, the dog s- said it's time for it's time for pets. Um, that's what she does. I was doing some research, and I might have said it on the show at one point, but she just sits on you or climbs up on you when she wants attention. It's just, or when she has to go to the bathroom, she usually just sits on me. Yeah. That's not, that's not a bathroom sitting. That's just a, that was just a, a hi, I'm here thing. It's just, uh, I'm, I, my presence must be felt. Yep. So, so yeah, it, it's, um, it, it got a little weird in spots and I know there were a couple songs where that issue got me and I was thinking it was me and then I saw it happening to you and I was like. Oh, no, that wasn't all me. <laughs> no, and I was getting really frustrated. Like, I I was shaking the damn uh, controller, trying to get it to work right. And, uh, and resync it. I, well, I resynced all of the cameras. Uh, you know, the Rift is not the, you know, not the greatest. It's, it's a good headset, but it's not the greatest. I really wish I'd actually gone with a... Uh, uh, with a Vive or waited t- until the index was out and picked up the index. Because um, the Vive is really not the best setup. I mean, it, it required extra sensors for it to work right. It uh, it requires it to be in a very specific, you know, orientation. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, The sensors need to be calibrated. Uh, I had to buy a very special, like, you know, server-grade USB uh, controller for it just so that I could get the full bandwidth on you. I still, honestly, with the content that's out on VR, aside from, like, Elite Dangerous or something like that. Right. Honestly, I know you don't agree with me. Highly recommend the barrier to entry was something like a WMD headset that's not overly expensive because it's either you can get most of the way there or you can go rich man. And to go rich man, you got to spend about $1,200. Yeah. Um, and a Rift, actually, I mean, Oculus Store has some stuff on it that I can't get, right? Right. My barrier to entry was $200. You spent like six or 700 on that about, so far. Yeah. About. And you're still somewhere in between. Like, you've got better tracking than I do. But let's be honest with you, like, I can still play Beat Saber. I can still play all the other games that I want to play. I still occasionally have tracking issues, but so do you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's a lot of, I think that there's there's definitely not a real good in-between, I think, poor man and rich man right now. So on things that are not Beat Saber, for instance, I don't num- uh, I don't have tracking issues on those. Like if it's an exploration VR game or uh, if it's like a puzzle VR game, which is a lot uh, some of the stuff that I play, I don't have nearly as many tracking issues. But uh, Beat Saber really stresses the tracking on any system, rather you know you know because of how fast your hands are moving, uh, especially with you know the custom songs. Uh, so, you know, I, I, it does fairly well, but it could be better. Uh, and, you know, just looking at the technology after I had picked up the, you know, the Rift, uh, I well, would have gone the, with a different. And uh, the best tech right now is the stuff that combines the two, the cameras and the inside out, you know what I mean? Right. You know, and I think the index is, is the closest to the best that you like can get right the now. the closest to one-to-one that you're going right. to get. Yeah, it's, uh, but it's, I mean, you spend for that shit. That's, you know, that is. That is definitely a rich man's game. But I will say, like, let's say you're just like, hey, I'm really into Elite Dangerous, Nimp. And you've got a computer. And you're like, I want to be at a cockpit, Nimp. Um, (laughs) Then I would get a WMD, right? Yeah. Because you. you, Weapon of mass destruction. Or just literally a Windows, you know, mixed (laughs) reality. Or WMR. Windows Mixed Reality. Um, I keep <laughs> saying WMD. <laughs> Worst of climate ever to say that. Uh, but, yeah, like, WMR right now, like, is 100% okay for something like Elite Dangerous because you're literally still playing on a controller of some sort, whether it be a flight stick or whether it be a controller. Yeah. yeah. I will Sorry. tell you that the limited amount of times that I have gotten that before or played that before Puppy happened, um, was just one of the best experiences I've ever had in that game. Yeah. And, and when I finally get back and uh, Puppy has turned into more of Dog and is a little bit less inclined to chew on everything, then I will probably jump back into it. Yeah. It's, um, you know, Elite Dangerous is definitely a, you know, a great game to actually play in uh, in VR. It doesn't matter what you no, have. No, but I mean, it's, it's for things like... Um, it's, it does head tracking and when you're flying and you're looking for where a pilot went, right. instead of looking with your right stick, you're using your right stick to do other things, right? right? You've got more, you've got an extra axis of movement that you didn't have before. Right. You've got 
and the ability to just look up on your cockpit and see about where he is and then readjust yep. makes a huge difference in that game. The, the, and, and the immersion factor of that, because the game already looks sharp, even on a medium settings right. in VR, that game looks sharp. But with the ability to do super sampling through Steam, um, that game can look ridiculous. And it runs fairly lean for the way that it looks. Right. Yeah, it's It's very well optimized. Yeah. That's that's one of the few very well optimized games, uh, you know, especially for VR. Uh, the problem I have with VR right now uh, is the the tech is so goddamn expensive. Like you know, looking at just, I mean, sure you could go with uh, Windows Mixed Reality and pick up something for two hundred bucks and you know and get a, a serviceable experience. Um, Right. But if you want to actually get anything that is, you know, is the name brand, I think that, I think the Vive is actually the, you know, where I would ninety nine, right? Vive is where you, uh, the minimum I would go because the Rift has so many problems with it right now. Um, Honestly, that's what I'm saying though. Like, you get a slightly better resolution with a Vive, and no different experience really with something like Elite Dangerous or something like that, right? If you're going for VR only games, I think you got to wait until the catalog of those games and extends it, greatly from where it's at. And considering that VR has been out for a couple of years now, you know, you would ex- you know, you would think that there's more the games people, that are created for it, but it's people don't have there's not it's still it's still like what what 1% of the user base for Steam or so less. That's, that's a really hard investment sell for somebody. It has to be something like a Beat Saber that everybody's going to play because right Otherwise, it's going to be a. But how good is that game? I mean, twenty bucks gets you a freaking game that is. It's got some definite VR staying power, considering I put like, uh, well over a hundred hours into that game. Um, you know, so damn good price for you know for what I got. Uh, the sad part is, is that between Beat Saber and the Tetris Effect, that's really the only VR games I play. And you don't even have to play Tetris Effect in VR. Um, I I did pick that up because, I mean, you can get it on the Epic Store. Uh, People can hate me for being, uh, you know, buying shit on Epic, but you know what, I don't care. I will say, right, I (laughs) I just buy stuff wherever it's available, honestly. It's a store. I mean... Shit, There's I don't a, like going to Walmart, but fuck, Walmart is Walmart. You you can get things. Well, I'll say I bought Walmart. I bought Walmart. I bought <laughs> Borderlands at Walmart for fifty bucks over buying it at GameStop. Well, uh, okay. I mean, e- either way, a store is a store. It's just that the GameStops are becoming. You know, fewer and far between now. Well, there's a really close one to my house, but it wasn't. I don't have it a. Was it on the closed list? No, it's actually though. Only the person that it has promoted us, promoted us the most locally is the one who works there. So typically I'll buy stuff from her, but I wanted to buy the game for 50 bucks. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, it's a brand new game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I want to kind of move on to kind of what we've been doing. I mean, you're on oh, Gamecation, oh, right? Yeah. And I'm about yeah. to go on at least one day of staycation. Sweet. Yeah. So... Fucking Jason, what have you been doing? <laughs> Other than fracture butthole, absolutely nothing. He's been fracturing some buttholes. Um, that game's actually fairly long. And it, I only got about eight hours of it in. 
I say long. It's I think it's probably thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I could yeah. give a good estimate, I beat it. But I want to say it took me about twenty-five or thirty it, hours. I couldn't get into it. Uh, South Park has this uh, uh, has a um. It's so it wasn't completely just, done by Obsidian. No, uh, Massive did the majority of the development, and they changed the combat enough that um, it's taken some getting used to. It's more of a gridded right, combat yeah. uh, instead of the turn-based uh, from the first one, which I really kind of miss at this point. Yeah. It, it, the first one felt more like a, a normal RPG. Like a, oh, because a, it was done by an RPG company, right? A turn-based RPG, uh, whereas the uh, Fractured but Whole uses the grid system as well as the yeah, uh, but it's like you do different moves in different squares. Is that right? Right. Yes. So, yeah, so it's yeah. like where you arrange your people. Mm-hmm. Right. Almost like a more of a three D version of like uh, Darkest Dungeon or something. Yeah, kind a of. little bit. Yeah, it's it's a little bit. The, I don't know. I didn't like the humor as much in that one as I did the first one. Stick of Truth has got some good humor. The the whole what was the scene where you're in the parents' bedroom? Oh God! Oh yeah, that was just so ridiculous. It was the top you yeah. had to laugh. It's just right. dog cock and ball. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, there's. There's uh, that dumb t- tongue and cheek stuff is actually what I live for in those games. Yeah, uh, don't you fight Snooky and uh, and Fractured Butthole? I don't know. I haven't got to that point yet. Do I you think you fight Snooky yeah, at some point? And and you can uh, you, you can fight uh, is it um, fucking Samuel? Uh, is it not Samuel? Uh, I was uh, Morgan Freeman in um, uh, in Fractured Butthole. He's a he's an optional weird. boss. I think it's weird that that one is more fantasy based and less. Well, it's uh, superhero based, right? It's superhero, yes, yes. superhero based, but yeah. less RPG than the last one. It's, it's I don't know it for for me any South Park title kind of is is gonna take it or leave it. I you have to I think really you have to be really, you have to like South Park, yeah, and I think you still have to like South Park. Yeah, you you you've got to be in I with that, through, and that's well. Not... And I go through points of life where I really want to watch South Park back to back, and then I go through points in life where I'm just like, oh, I'm not feeling it right now. Right, and I'm, I'm kind of I mean, in I've the at, not I've, feeling it right now. I mean, that cartoon's been around since almost as long as The Simpsons, so it's like, yeah, it's just the more crude version of the same thing, you know, pretty much. You know, and and you have to de- you know you have to be able to deal with that and. Not everybody can, and like you said, you find that you know you get into a headspace where that will resonate with you, and then most you know for me, most of the time it's not. I'm not you know I I, I played through Stick of Truth, uh, and it was okay, but like the the really over the top scenes were like, uh, all right, I have to do this thing. See, for me, Stick of Truth is probably one of the funniest games I've ever played. <laughs> But in the right headspace, to me, it's really funny. Right. Yeah. I you know, I couldn't. If I'm just in crude humor mode, which is honestly like three out of five, you know, four out of five times in a day, I'm right. in crude humor mode. Yeah. But um, if I'm not, like it just 
it's kind of hard for me or a little bit cringy. Yeah, well, it's cringy most of the time for me. So I couldn't get into it. You know, like, uh, what is it? Uh, Trover Saves the Universe. Uh, you, you said that you, you liked that game. And I got through maybe the first, I don't know, hour of it. And it was, all right, okay, cool. And then the rest of it was just a slog for me. Oh, my God. I, I just wanted the game to end. I finished it because I bought it. And I have a feeling like if I purchase it, that's you know I'm I'm gonna have to give it at least the uh, you know a, a full playthrough just to kind of get an idea of right you know maybe it's just the first part of the game that sucks and the rest of the game's you know better. It, it was a slog all the way through for me because oh my god, it was essentially just Rick's voice over and over and over again, and. Uh, uh, I, I got a headache from it. It was so bad. Uh, uh, so I, if you have a VR headset, I, I, I don't even recommend that game. That's that's how bad that was for me. I'm on the opposite side of that, but yeah. I actually haven't played it in VR because dog. But I've played it. You do you have can... to kind of play it in VR. It does have. Uh, uh, it's really built for VR, you know, in the way that it's uh, is presented because you're a fucking chair bound person and it works well with vr because all you can do is move your head around and control uh it actually works well outside of vr too yeah um i I think that it was kind of built with vr in mind of course no i know it was but but um it's it's still not one of those games that i would recommend because you you have to be part you you have to really really get into the rick and morty you know, thing and Rick and Morty is a smart show. I can go yeah. with the over uh, over the top shit that they do in that show because they it's put smart. They put a lot of smart into it. Yeah. Um. The uh, the Trover saves the universe was basically all of the you know the South Park style humor done with Rick's voice, uh, which was it, it was grating for me. I might not have been in the best of headspaces for it but it well, it didn't it didn't resonate at all got boring <laughs> it got what you're saying it, it didn't it it wasn't boring it was just that there was yeah, the humor didn't click so i'm going to move forward just a hair okay um rusty i know that you said borderlands 3 was just borderlands dlc e- when you first started playing it yes Here's the thing. So I decided to give it a good old college try. Yeah. And I was like, I just got in a mood the other day, and I was like, I'm I'm picking up Borderlands. This is my uh, present for this check, as I do with every check. I get something for me. Right. And decided to fire it up. I, I want to hear your... Uh... I'm 27 hours in. I apparently want more Borderlands, and I can't stop playing it. Um, I don't... No, like, it's not a perfect game by any means, and there's a few small issues with, like, really weird random-ass issues, but for the most part, it runs well. Really? Um, yeah, it's very much optimized for console. Uh, okay. Running it in the 4K mode, too. You are running it in performance mode or no. resolution mode? Resolution mode. Okay. Uh, dog, you're, you're, you yeah, gotta move her back, yeah. crowd her back this way. As she unplugs my headset. <laughs> All right, dog. <laughs> my hey, gosh. Here, I'm, I'm going to distract this is, her. This is what happens when we this have... Is, 
This yeah. is the thing that happens. I can't monitor myself right now. It's okay. It's weird. He's he's plugging you in. There we go. Okay. Now uh, I know, now I know that I'm talking. I couldn't I couldn't hear myself. I didn't exist. <laughs> but no, uh, no it, but so, yeah. So like I decided to go with is it Zane? Zane. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And like I said, I'm 27 hours in. It is. It feels like it's harder than other Borderlands games, and I think it's because I haven't gotten the right rhythm down with him. Yeah. It's, it's the but the. The fact that I still continue to play the fuck out of it is an indicative uh, of me wanting to play the game. So, for, you know, full thing. Like, I only played eight hours or, or so before last episode, right? Uh, and I had to run in. I ran into a lot of PC issues. And I still run into PC issues on it. Uh, and there's been a lot of stuff that's going on. As far as Borderlands 3 is, you know, and the performance. So you didn't run into any of the console issues. And I think they were, uh, they were going through, uh, some rocky starts, you know, day one issues with, uh, you know, with consoles where consoles were turning themselves completely off. And, uh, there was some issues going into menus where it would chug a little bit. Um, yeah, so I, I'll go into what performance <laughs> issues I do have. Right. Um, when you load up one of the gun stations, there's a slight pause before it jumps in. Right. Um, there's still texture pop, but I think texture pop's been an issue on that engine the entire time. Uh, yeah, that's Unreal. <laughs> you, yeah. you just you you understand that that's what you're going to get with the Unreal Engine. Um, it runs at about I want to say probably 40 FPS in 4K mode, but it is 4K mode. Right. Um. And I showed Jason the difference while I was playing yeah. it. I switched it, and it definitely runs at 60 FPS, but it's like they turned off anti-aliasing and super sampling altogether. Yeah. But it still looks decent, but I'm just like, well, I mean, I have the extra hardware. Might as well run it in uh, let's just fucking do the thing mode. Right. And <laughs> let's do the thing. Let's, let's do the go, thing. Let's but, go ultra. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons I like having the X is it's just easy 4K gaming, right? It's already optimized for it. So, yeah. I've been playing it that way. I've shown Jason I have a shotgun that shoots saw blades across the ground, and I think it's really neat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it shoots ice saw blades. Um, it is, quite frankly, hurts me half the time, and I still yeah. like it because it's fun. Yeah. Um, there's some crazy-ass fucking guns in that, that game. You know, there's some... But I, like, I still find myself always gravitating towards a shotgun of some sort. Yeah. Or a gun that has like sticky explosives because that's really fun for some you, reason. You are too. the complete fucking opposite of me. I mean, um, honestly, like I don't like most of the pistols I've gotten. I don't like most of the SMGs I've gotten. I don't like, really? um, I like the rocket launchers. I like things that I'm not real good with uh, headshots. So I just, uh, if I find a console, so yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you can PC Master Race all you want, but <laughs> right now the PC Master Race is a PC chug race with this game. So it's really not that bad. The worst thing that's happened is very randomly, especially been playing a while, and it may be some kind of caching issue. Um, it'll just lock up, and you just gotta like turn it off and then turn it back on. That that's kind of bad. I yeah. mean, honestly, that is really bad. But you know, you shouldn't have to turn your damn game off and turn it back on. So. But it saves so often. Yeah. So, and it loads up pretty quick, I guess. I don't know. Like, Jason, what, it was, the one time it locked up, I'd went to a menu and it locked up. That was 
it's done that maybe yeah. twice in the last week. And then it did one time it froze up in the middle of, uh, what even combat? It was like between missions or something. And it just, was that, that's acceptable to you. I mean, honestly, from, from a, I've just, I guess at this point, there isn't been a perfect release outside of gears. And I'll talk about that. Gears release has been ridiculously good, but okay. I, all the other borderlands games, I had some kind of minor issue going into right at some point. So for me, I'm just like, well, okay, I've had three issues inconsistently over the last over launch week. Okay. Like it's, I don't know. I haven't had a flawless release game it, like I said, aside from Gears, uh, in the last year, probably. Well, I mean, I don't think that, you know, I don't think that giving it a pass for locking up is a good idea. Uh, you need to, you know, we, we need to hold I these mean, companies accountable for actually, you know, putting out games that are, you know, fundamentally fucking broken on, the, you know, on I release day. It's fundamentally broken if you have to turn it off and turn it back on again. It's fundamentally broken if it, you know, if there's reports on the internet of it completely fucking hard shutting down a console. It's fundamentally broken if I have to, every time I load up the game on PC, turn on, turn on spatial, uh, I have to turn on the, the Windows uh, space, uh, spatial headset feature and then turn it off just to be able to hear the characters. That's dumb. So, but like I said, you're playing on PC, right? Yes. Yes, I'm playing on PC. Uh, and yes, and I have. I, I mean, I've got a lot of PC games. Like, I don't disagree with buying stuff on PC. Like I said, my whole theory is if it's a 4K title that I know I'm going to have to upgrade to hardware to do right now, it's an Xbox One X. If it's a multiplayer title of some sort, I'm usually going to play it on Xbox One X. If it's a PlayStation exclusive, I'm going to play it on PlayStation. And if it's just a random ass PC game, then I'm going to get it on PC. You know, I, I've bought everything. You know, pretty much every game that I've purchased this year has been on PC. Um, and I wanted to get the PC, you know, the the PC experience for Borderlands Three. Honestly, um, it's the most I've played a game straight. Uh, probably months. Okay. And I will tell you. And yes. I didn't even go into this thinking I was going to like it. So it's, I went into it thinking, you know what? It's the Tiltcast. It's and the Tiltcast a... played a shitload of Borderlands in the beginning. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to have to talk about this because at some point, the show's going to talk about Borderlands this year because yes. we've talked about Borderlands of some sort for yes. 10 years or nine years or whatever, right? Right. So. I just got it thinking I was going to play it a little bit, then jump back into Gears because I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. Um, and then I forgot about Gears, and Gears runs better. Gears runs fucking flawless. Right. Uh, well, there's there's a couple things. I mean, sure. Okay. I I picked up this game. I knew kind of right away, right after it came out, that I was going to have some problems with it. Uh, and, you know, without really going super deep into the technicals of it, uh, on PC, it runs in a virtual machine. So it creates its own virtual machine space to run the game in, and it sucks up a fuckload of resources to do that. There's also some kind of weird DRM issue right now on PC with Epic Store, 
that uses an assload of resources. Too. Well, it's de novo, and de novo is always known for pulling way more resources than it really requires. Um, but uh, and it's been shown in past releases that uses de novo after the you know after the game has been successfully cracked by the cracking community and the company's like. Yeah, okay, so the DRM's really not doing its job anymore. They'll, you know, they'll go through and patch it out. Uh and as soon as they patch it out, the game, co- you know, the game runs like fucking flawlessly. Right? Yeah, it the performance increases and everything, right? This just needs to happen with Borderlands 3 because uh with de novo on and it running in a virtual machine trying to you know increase the amount of time before it actually is successfully cracked right uh in the meantime it's sucking up so many resources that it's constantly pegged my uh my video card at 100% utilization from the time it turns on till the time I turn the fucking game off and it's so bad that I can't even alt tab and watch a live stream or watch a YouTube video. Uh, and considering that the game is got a, uh, a really close tie in to streamers and it's chugging anything that is, you know, that is on the desktop while you're playing the game. Uh, it's not very you know, friendly to alt tabbing and, you know, watching your streamer first, you know, for a second as right. they open up a red chest and you could possibly get loot from it. Well, here's the thing that I will say that is helping them, right? So it's running like shit right now on PC for the most part. Yeah. Um, it still hasn't been cracked. So there's a, I'm not going to say the website because I'm not going to advertise that on our show. Right, right. But there's a website that would watch cracks that tells the status of that kind of stuff, and I typically use it for most of the new stuff. I don't ever really, I don't crack things. I don't. I don't either. But I'm telling you right now, like that extra week or two weeks that they get out of this is pretty big or pretty substantial for them because after the first month, game sales drop way down on most games. Right. Right. So if they can, if the crack can hold it down for a month for them to get their sales in, you'll probably see the crack. Once it gets cracked. You'll probably see a lot of that DRM shit drop off. Well, I'm I'm kind of hoping because De Novo is kind of the cancer of DRMs anyway, uh, because of the r- amount of resources that they you know dedicate to you know making sure things are you know stupidly encrypted. Uh, and I understand it's it's a thing that we're going to have to live with nowadays, uh, because the cracking community you know. Their the whole goal is to get the game for free, um, so I, I understand that and I get that the companies need to make money you know as well, but right. they they don't need to be sacrificing the performance of the people's machines uh, and the gameplay experience for doing that, uh, and it is a it's a balance which is tipped towards security versus you know reliability. Um, now that said, there are some things that you can do. Like, you know, with PC, for instance, because PC is getting the brunt of it. You know, everybody's hardware is going to be different. Um, so PC has the, the brunt of, you know, the uh, the issues. There are well, some things a, that you can turn down or turn off on PC of, that gets you some 
frames. One of the things that you have issue with is you play everything on ultra wide. Well, yes. Which is an uncommon resolution or an uncommon setting on a lot of things. And so it doesn't tend to get the type of attention that, That's... say, a 1080 a 1080 setting would. That's some bullshit, though. I mean, honestly, there's enough people out there that uses those resolutions, whether that is on a widescreen monitor or if they have a, you know, if they have an ultra-wide TV or they have some other type of monitor system. ultra-wide TV. You can, you can actually get monitor, you know, normal monitors and set them up in an array and do the ultra-wide without having just one panel set up for ultra-wide if you want to do it that way. Uh, I, I couldn't do... I know somebody who does that for racing. Right. I, I couldn't deal with the bezels in the middle of it, but... That's that's just me. That's why I picked up an ultra wide monitor. Yeah, the game has so some problems. By, Twenty one by nine. Yeah, so, some uh, uh, some monitors, uh, the ultra wide monitors specifically, have some problems with the videos that the you know the game plays for like intros and whatnot. I talked about it in the last episode, and there is a way to turn off a uh, fidelity FX setting, which will prevent that you know, that issue from happening on the ultrawide monitors. In fact, Gearbox themselves have put them up on, uh, put it up on their website as a fix for that problem. Right. Uh, but ultimately fidelity FX is one of their ways of sharpening whatever you're looking at, uh, and making things look better, uh, on your focus instead of like the entirety of the, you know, of the scene. So what is, is it 3440 by 20? No, that's 34. 3840 by what? Uh, 1440. That's 0.61%. Scheme hardware. 0.61%. That's oh, why. No, I'm being honest. I pulled up the August survey to figure out what resolutions people run stuff in. Uh-huh. 0.61%. That uh, is why that is going to be low on the totem pole see, almost every time. See, I'm in the 1%. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. That's I understand because Rusty... For everybody that's ever listened to the show, Rusty like Rusty likes to put things on premium status with a lot of stuff. I I don't I I understand why, right? Yeah. You spend a lot of money. You <laughs> want it to look great. You want it to want be it to perfect look... and pristine, right? Uh, but part of that too, right? So if you go into resolution by survey, current users and Steam has got a gigantic user base, right? Sixty two point nine eight percent are at nineteen twenty by ten eighty. Now that's dropped off by point nine percent. And but their next highest percentage is thirteen sixty six by seven sixty eight, and then when you get into four K, one point seven four percent of people do four K, and the thirty four forty by fourteen forty resolution is only point six one percent. It represents the lowest resolution except for ten twenty four by seven sixty eight. <laughs> so to tell you, um, I'm sorry, ten twelve eighty by seven twenty. That's the next low. That's the next lowest resolution. So Most- because of that. Your support on that is always going to be a low priority until, and, and you know, the Borderlands release, I expect it to be a part of a patch where they get rid of that stuff, but your complaint doesn't resonate as high because of what, what people are doing. If I'm that game developer, I'm going to prioritize probably regular 1440, right, because a lot of people are moving to that from 1080 and 1080. And then probably 4K because that's where the next premium is. But the ultra wide support 
or for the Chads of the world. And if you remember Chad from work, who has a shitload of money because he lives at home and built his own cockpits for shit, right? Like those types of people or people such as yourself who are fairly successful that live at home. Well, don't live at home. Live in your own apartment, right? And have a VR set up and like a rift and all sorts of shit, right? You are an asshole. Dude. I'm just being honest, right? But uh, your typical gamer, your typical PC gamer, right, is going to have an i5 and probably a 1060, and that's going to be your target, and then probably the 1080 on probably 1440. The, the funny thing is, is Borderlands 3 isn't even optimized for a 1060. You have to have something a little bit more powerful than that for the PC. The Which is why I got an Xbox One X, because I knew that it would be optimized for console, because that still represents a huge chunk. It just means that they've turned off some, you know, some of the PC features I, that you can turn on. Uh, it still I, looks you, really good. It's And it's fine. And I've I've actually turned down. So Jason sat down and uh, and played a little bit of Borderlands 3. I mean, uh, a few yeah. minutes of it. You know, and it looked good on PC, right? Yep. That was with some of the, uh, some of the features turned down to medium. It yep. still looked good. It yep. still looked really good. Yeah. Uh, and it ran smooth. The, yep. There's the the issues that I have isn't necessarily with the frame rate. The frame rate can be worked around as long as you turn down like volumetric fog, which is really kind of a you know a frivolous feature anyway. It just sucks up you know frames per second. It was just a really big feature yeah. in Batman, <laughs> right? Uh, there's there's a couple different things that uh, that you can change about that, but. You know, I, I I have to I have to disagree with you with the whole like point six percent and the fucking fact that I'm not a big, you know, uh, not a big portion of the market. Uh, the people who are buying the ultra wides and they're they've got the optimized builds for their PCs are going to notice more of the issues that these games are going to experience. On top Don't of they that, call that a vocal minority. I on top of that, <laughs> if you support the resolution in the game, you should have tested that resolution with the game. So if Borderlands didn't want to support ultra wide and just leave me with black bars on the left and right, which some games still do, uh, then they could have. They could have done that. But they support the ultra wide resolutions. They they support the 4K. They support all of that. Yet one of the major por- uh, portions of the game, which is the title cards for each one of the bosses, they spend a lot of fucking time, you know, building those things up so that you can, you know, I mean, you see them. You know, they're one of the staples of the Borderlands games. You would think that they would test at least the first 10 minutes of the fucking game, you know, and not leave me with turn off this option, this option that's, you know, arguably arguably one of the better options to make sure that you are looking at the, you know, you're getting detail on what you're looking at uh, and say, yep, that's the fix for it. You know, you have to turn off one of my vi- you know, one of the video options that you have here just to be able to play the game properly. What's that? What's that resolution when you get to two monitors? Because I want to include the two monitor people too. Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, 
I don't have two monitors to, uh, you know, imagine sitting there in front of two fucking ultra wides. <laughs> that would be insane. Uh, so yeah, I, I would mimic the same resolution. Uh, I, I don't know. I think what they do is just extend it off the, you know, they have that same resolution, but they extend it across the monitors. Uh, but I, I don't have the numbers right off the top of my head. Um, you know, so the, I mean, I, I have issue with the sound problem that Jason actually heard it, yep. you know, you know, during the, the intro, the, it sounded like Marcus's voice was too low and the music was too high. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't actually hear what he was saying during the opening cinematic. Uh, and, uh, like I said, every time I boot that game up, every single time I have to boot the game up, alt tab out, go to my sound settings, turn the windows spatial for headsets on, turn the windows spatial for headsets off, alt tab back into the game. And now I can hear the characters. Otherwise I'm deaf in one ear and I have to actually like a, uh, you know, Hold you know, hold my character's head to the side so that they can speak into my good ear, uh, so I could hear them. And then uh, there are certain situations where the gun sounds just stop. So you are firing a gun, and it's you know, it just doesn't even, it doesn't even have a pew sound. So you've been very, you know, so, had a very crappy experience so far. So have you these, played the game? These <laughs> have I played the game? Yes. All of these things can be worked around. I just hate the fact that I have to work around them. I don't blame you in that regard. I know I'm giving some. I'm giving criticism because of where you sit on that PC market too. But right. But the. I mean, the complaints you have are legit, right? There's a little bit of what I'm doing that's trolling, but it's, it's generating yeah, a good reaction. Asshole. But um, <laughs> all that aside, though, I mean, yes. once you get past those issues, how do you feel about this versus one and two? I think so. So I still feel uh, feel that uh, this is essentially Borderlands Two upresed. Has some uh, it has some uh, some nicer features to it. So they put a little bit of you know uh, of animation work into things, uh, and it overall looks better than Borderlands Two. Like if you t- did a side by side, which there are YouTube videos out there that do a side by side of the, uh, Borderlands the, the pre sequel. Well, the level of and detail in the art is a lot higher. I can tell that way way better. Uh, and it looks good. I like mean, it's it, all cell shaded like the other ones. It's just the level of detail for the actual art. Yeah, there's a whole lot more lines there. Right. Oh yeah. There's. Uh, it, it has a lot more detail in you know the, in the textures and. It, uh, it feels I, like I, how you would remember playing Borderlands. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's when you look and play Borderlands too. Right. It, it's aged fairly well. But it's like, oh, I didn't realize it was that low poly compared to what I'm playing nowadays. And, and going back to Borderlands One is like, what? <laughs> um, I have to play that in 4K. Yeah. The uh, so Borderlands Three does look good. Like I, I can I can understand that there's there's a uh, a major jump in the graphics quality between even two and three. Uh, but I still kind of feel like the gameplay is very, very similar to two, which you're really not going to get a whole lot of innovation as far as that's concerned. It is a looter shooter. Uh, the core concept of the game is kill shit, get loot, you know, and yeah, and there's a little bit of, you know, the, 
honestly, like, I feel like they removed enough side quests to kind of keep you rolling through the game. And yeah. they keep changing up the area enough to keep you moving through the game. Yeah. And, and spending all of your time on Pandora on the, you know, on the previous, like, main titles. Yeah, you was... keep, it keeps changing up the scenery. Yeah. Um, there seems like there's been a pretty fair variety of weapons. My only bitch so far, which Jason saw where I was failing pretty miserably, um, is that yeah. uh, some of the enemies are pretty bullet spongy. Yeah. Well, um, and I still haven't, I've only got like two weapons that I feel like are good enough for me to just like wreck shit. I still feel kind of inadequate. Like I don't, I haven't gotten to a point where like one of my SMGs really makes things shine. Um, so it's always, I always feel like my SMG is way underpowered and maybe it's just because the character I'm playing doesn't really, he doesn't really play well to any one weapon type. It's not one of those things like in the other games, like I played brick and then I needed to use rocket launchers all the time or I played, uh, Mordecai and I was always sniper rifle. Right. Right. Well, you you have more choices, but the, the, like the amount of speed that your stuff recharges is good. It's just that my abilities aren't really a mayhem-inducing thing. Like, I create a copy of myself, and then when I create a copy of myself, he shoots and distracts, and he's good in that, and then he's good for a second wind. I can switch back over to him and give myself a second wind. So if I know I'm about to die, I pop my body double, and then if I'm about to die, I literally can just switch spots with him, and then I just pull myself right out of into second wind. Right. So that's cool. Like I get health regen and stuff like that. He shoots people, but he's got a shitty gun, so he's really a distraction. He's not the turret, sentry turret that I had with uh, Roland, because that was my character from Borderlands. Too. Right, right. It was Roland and Mordecai, the two people I played the most of in Brick. So I, uh... I've liked the reprise roles for a lot of the people so far. Some of the humors genuinely made me laugh. Yeah. Um, I, I think the jump in and jump out stuff works a little bit better. I can tell that haven't had it happen a lot, but to give him a quick shout out, soul man, uh, from TVGP community, um, jumped in my game as Jason was over here while I was just kind of goofing around. So like he jumped in and he happened to be helping me with a pretty hard fight. So that was pretty cool. It didn't really change anything about my game. It's not like all the enemies suddenly got harder. He was shooting his weird laser rifle thing. Right. I think he's probably a higher level than me. Who knows? But. Like, he seemed to be wrecking stuff about the same speed I was, so it must have leveled the enemies to him and then leveled them to me, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but, yeah, things still feel a little bit... You can't talk to her. I, I'm not. I'm just telling her that she needs to not chew the bone so damn loudly. Uh, Good luck. <laughs> well, she she listened. Uh, <laughs> it's impossible. Impossible. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I forgot about Gears for a little while. Yeah. And that's saying something for me because I am really enjoying Gears 5. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it it, it does actually play fairly well. I mean, uh, I have gotten... Uh, I'm not sure where you are in the story, but I've gotten back to the point where you circle around back to Pandora. Okay, I'm at Eden 6. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I, I've gotten a little bit farther than you. Um, and uh, the uh, the gameplay itself isn't bad. Like, I'm playing Amara. Mara's, you know, not, like, the strongest of the characters. Like, most people are playing Flack right now, which is... You know, because there's a crit build out there that basically just melts everything. 
Um, but uh, I'm playing Amara because I've never played a Sire, and uh, and I'm actually legitimately enjoying the game. Uh, the game is really based off of what kind of guns you can get and what uh, you know what uh, build you can make out of those guns. Uh, so you can uh, you, you can spend a lot of time just farming some uh, some of the bosses to get some of the better guns. I haven't spent a whole lot of time doing that because you, you get just been progressing. It's like what quest is next? Yeah, you you get uh, once you get to you know level fifty, you can set everything to level fifty so that all the guns drop at level fifty, uh, which is where it shines. Like you could get a legendary now and it'll be good for a couple levels, but. Once you get to level 50 and you can get that same type of gun, that same legendary at the level 50 level, uh, that's where that gun really will, like, stick with you. I got stuck on some fights. There's a weird dragon fight um, that was the first major boss fight that I had, and that did take me a lot of tries to really figure it out. And once I finally did, I felt like... I, it, I had a uh, Dark Souls level of satisfaction at that point. I was like, I finally beat this guy. Yeah. Uh, there's... Like, I just put down the controller one night. I was like, I'm coming back to this after work tomorrow. Yeah. There's uh, there, the one thing that I do want to congratulate them on is, sure, their enemies are, uh, the big enemies are kind of bullet spongy, but they throw some mechanics in there. So, you know, I, I mean, the very first, like, named boss that you go up against is uh, Mouthpiece. Uh, and mouthpiece is in a you know like a dubstep arena, and you have to uh, oh that one or you yeah, have to jump over shit. You, well, you have to watch where the speakers are lighting up so that you can stay out of the speaker blast zone. Oh, uh, that one. I was yeah. thinking of the. Uh, there's another enemy where you had the arena that electric shit happened all over the place. Oh God, that one. That one sucked. It took me about three or four tries to figure that one that out. That one, I I didn't have the right guns for that one, so I spent a lot of time fucking just explosive weapons are where it's at on that fight. Well, I tried everything. Amora is not a boss killer, so uh, a lot of her abilities don't do shit to bosses because um, you can't phase lock a boss, uh, and you, you can do the ground pound, but that's not where you want to be on that particular no, boss you anyway. Want to circle straight. Yeah, you crazy. want to be away from that boss. Well, see, for me, it's... it's because I got the body double thing. Right. I can literally body double and then get behind him and shotgun him. Well, or I had the sticky bombs. Right. So I had a sticky bomb shotgun, and so I get behind him and I just load him full of sticky bombs. And I realized a coworker had told me like, "Hey, use all the sticky bomb weapons on sticky mode because they do more damage. They do an initial burst and then a huge burst when you reload." Yeah. So or switch weapons, right? And so I had a shotgun that had basically sticky bombs, like it shot four sticky pellets every time he shot with four shots, right? So I'd spin around him, and then I just load him all the way up with sticky bombs, and then you just watch his health just drop, right? Well, and then I've got an assault rifle at that time that also had sticky bombs, so I just went full sticky bomb on him, and it was that try that I went full sticky bomb that it just face melted. Yeah, the 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 sticky bomb guns are mainly the uh, the torque. Uh, guns, but they're to me they're not great when you're killing enemies that right. are like Moving. flying around. Yeah. They're great with bosses though. Like right. that's actually what I used on the on the harder boss because it was something that I could reliably continue to load him up with sticky bombs and then just move around. 
So Amara plays a little bit differently um, because Amara is uh, mainly elemental damage. Uh, she gets a percentage of her damage as elemental, uh, right. even if she's not using a non-elemental weapon. Uh, so her damage scales with high damage guns. Uh, so I spend a lot of time playing with Jacob's guns because Jacob's is low ammo, but high damage shots. So I get more percentage of the elemental damage, you know, uh, applied to each of my shops. Uh, so it's her play style is a little bit differently. You know, her play style is just, just tuned a little bit different. Uh, that and she's also really good versus packs. So she tends to chew through, you know, trash mobs quite a bit because you can build her in a ricochet mode, which basically sends, you know, damage everywhere as long as you are hitting criticals. So it's uh, it, it's really fun for her to just clean up a bunch of trash, whereas the other characters are more tuned towards getting around a boss or getting to the criticals. Um, and I, I, I can understand where they went as far as the you know, the build mentality for, uh, for Borderlands three. Cause if you have an Amara in your, uh, in your, uh, group and you've got a flak for, you know, basically burst damage and you've got the, uh, the Zane for distractions, uh, you know, you, you know, and, and you've got, uh, the, um, Moe's because she's basically explode. She is, she is tiny Tina in a te- uh, in a mech. Basically she runs off of grenades. Um, she's fueled directly by grenades. Uh, right. You know, if you get all of those, you know, all of the classes together and you know, play four player uh, co-op, you get a really balanced group. Um, it's just when you're playing solo, you, you have a better time with Flack because Flack comes with a buddy, essentially. Uh, and, you know, Flack's, Freaking pets can re- you know revive him, which is really good for solo play. Um, so there's 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 a couple different play styles to the game, and I, and I really do enjoy the game. Uh, it's got its problems, you know, and they are. Uh, I did see a uh, a a post from them, and they were talking about it on the uh, the Borderlands show, which is their uh, their live stream like dev. Uh, you know, their uh, dev streams mm-hmm. uh, where they they acknowledge that there is some performance issues on PC and, you know, on consoles uh, while they're focused on getting some of the uh, the bigger balance changes and some of the uh, the loot exploits out of the game right away. Uh, they are going to be dropping a performance pass uh, here in the next week or two. Uh, which will allow them to, uh, you know, to uh, address some of the problems that I've been experiencing on PC and hopefully prevent, you know, consoles from having the shutdown and the freeze issues that, uh, that you're experiencing. Um, so they, they're, they understand that there's, there's big problems out there as far as performance. Uh, right. I'm really hoping that they, uh, that, you know, in alt tab, they at least release some of the resources because most games do. 
if you alt tab, you can, you know, it releases at least, you know, like half of the resources because it doesn't need to be running full steam in the background. Right. Uh, and, you know, if they was to, you know, if it can do that and allow me to alt tab and watch a, a, a live stream or a YouTube video without it chopping up the, you know, the video, I'd be all right with it because, t- you know, when I'm playing a game, I'm ten- I tend not to, you know, alt tab for hours on end i just alt tab to do something real quick or watch a quick video or like a build video or you know respond to a twitch chat or something like that you know right uh and then go back to playing the game so if they uh you know i'll look and see what the performance pass does um but overall i am enjoying it it's not like it's it's the worst thing that i uh, purchased it really isn't uh, it's, you know, I'm all right with the Borderlands, you know, thing, you know, I don't have a problem with the looter shooter style of game. Well, and it's just like, I'm going to play this for a while, but I actually thought about going back to remnant now that I have some time off to go back and see how I can get through it. The big difference between this and a remnant remnant, I feel like in a way has better replayability for a while eh. because of the variety, the variety and the level stuff. But I feel like Borderlands has a faster reward cycle on the guns. Uh, of course. I mean, I mean, it's literally all the time. Yeah. But to get the stuff that's good, right, like that takes a little bit more work. And getting up to max level also takes a little bit more work. It's it's not super hard in Borderlands to do. It just requires a little bit extra time. Um, Remnant, but Remnant does actually have kind of a hard limit you can get to. After playing through it three times, I can tell you that playing through it a fourth time, I wouldn't see much any uh, much of anything new. Um, but it's still fun to play. I mean the 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 game itself is is solid. I think it's 2019 sleeper hit. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely up there. Uh, the uh, the they did actually uh, put out a uh, a free DLC for. Uh, for Remnant 2, which adds a new dungeon, a new armor set, a new weapon, and a new boss. Cool. So, so I may go back to some of that. Uh, so there's there's some extra stuff that you can get in Remnant now. Um, I, I haven't played it, so... I'm going to jump on the Gears train and change gears. Go. That segue go for hurt. It. That segue physically hurt me. Um, me and uh, <laughs> long-term friend, long-time friend JD, who's uh, my Gears buddy... Um, jumped in to play a little bit of Horde mode. I still haven't made it through the campaign. I really could if I just pushed myself through it. I like playing it. It just, like I said, I started playing Borderlands and hadn't gone back. Yeah. But <clears throat> I paused that and played Horde mode the other night and got to level 50 with JD. And I like the fact that you can pause Horde mode with a buddy. Uh, we were going to play with randos. And I was like, no, JD, like, I want to play just me and you. I know we're going to have bots as friends. Um, they don't do a good job of everything. We have to save them a lot. However, we can pause the game because you have children, I have dogs. And we had a, it was like a three-hour session of Horde mode. Yeah. And I enjoy Horde mode every single time. I enjoy the fact that you've got the, uh, I don't know what it's, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a gun station. Basically, you can take a gun you found, even a heavy gun. So like I like something called the Tri-Shot a lot, which is basically like a small mini Gatling gun. Um, or a Mulcher, which is a actual Gatling gun, or an actual just full-on minigun. 
Um, and you can put them on there and between about two rounds, it recharges the ammo for those because you can't really pick up new ammo for that stuff. And they've got a lot of heavy weapons in that game. So they got like a salvo launcher, which I think was from Judgment. Like all these games, guns are from different games that they've already established. But like that game runs at 60 FPS 4K completely flawlessly. Like it is so optimized on console do a ridiculous degree and it just it plays really smooth the in and jumping in and out getting our stuff set up doesn't take very long you unlock perk cards i know that's that's not a new thing right but in that way you're leveling up different abilities for your character so the cards level up or you combine them um, the only thing you can pay money on which is gears is really known for is the stupid skins but you also earn skins i'm not i don't really care as much about that as some people do right so for me, I'm really just more caring about what abilities I'm unlocking for the character I'm playing. Um, but we had a blast with Horde mode, and it was pretty challenging. I think we could have bumped it up a little bit harder. We played it in the same mode that me and Jason played the other night uh, before last week's show. But it was uh, extremely satisfying. Like I said, I feel like the Overkill, which is the four-shot shotgun, um, is still a little bit overpowered, but I really like playing it. Um, yeah, I like the fact that in this horde mode, you can literally continue to build stuff without it being part of the match countdown timer. So you could literally continue to build or repair stuff mid-match while you've got shit going on. So I was like, oh, well, that barrier is getting destroyed. I'm going to go ahead and build a barrier. So I'm going to run back and build that. You just cover me for a second while I get this taken care of. And then, you know, we'll continue fighting together. Um, the turrets work amazing. <laughs> like, it's just... The horde mode in Gears is the best horde mode in my opinion, and I've I've liked playing horde mode since Halo ODST. Like it's like the perfect PVE experience of just like we're gonna play this for a little while and just see how far we get. It's always fucking fun. But Gears Five so far has been great. Um, I feel like the story's been pretty all right. Um, I haven't gotten all the way through the story. I think it's kind of funny that they're going the route of like all the original Gears people are. You know, geriatrics almost. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's gray or bald or whatever. I think that's kind of great. Um, I think Coalition has taken the mantle pretty well. I know that not everybody that's way into it is going to agree with me. I'm having fun with it, um, as much fun as I've ever had in Gears. I'm having. I like it better than Judgment. That's for sure. I haven't had this much fun since Gears Four. So, so far, um, it's been it's been a blast. Yeah, it's uh, I've got it downloaded. It's not doing so hot on the PC reviews right now on Steam because I think there was performance issues with that. Yeah, I've got it downloaded because uh, uh, you can get it on Game Pass. So um, I've got to get my computer to download Windows 10. Uh, well, yeah, uh, the next update. There's that. Uh, I was able to get it to download on PC, and uh, you know, and it's loaded. I just uh, I haven't been able to play it. Uh, too many other games. Like, there's a lot of lot of games that I was, you know, that I'm kind of focusing on right now. So, I pretty much plan on beating that and maybe Remnant if I don't get sucked into Borderlands this weekend. Yeah, I. Uh, That's the thing. Like, I know that you're having a lot of performance issues. There are slight performance issues on Xbox, but not to a degree that I can't play for really long stretches. And right. it is a game that I literally can just pause and do something else and then come back to it. Right. You know, and and I'm I'm gonna uh, I haven't finished Borderlands. I mean, you know, I'm not anywhere close to being done 
Uh, and uh, I I really do kind of want to see some of the uh, the extra you know extra stuff that you can uh, you can get uh, in Borderlands because there's so many things to do. Um, but my my main focuses will be Borderlands, and if I run out of things to do in Borderlands, then uh, uh, I'm going to uh, you know I'm gonna continue my playthrough of uh, divinity original sin 2 because uh, I, I need well to i need to finish that game uh it's like years overdue now <laughs> do we have a good right. stopping point uh i think it's uh i think it's a good time for a break uh we'll be back <laughs> We're back. <laughs> it's the wake up chuckle. What the hell? Oh my gosh! Hey, hey. We're back. we are back. I had to do the the jowl shake and all that stuff. It's got a, <laughs> a little bit of Tim Allen there. Um, <laughs> you idiot. Uh, so getting back on track. Had to wake up a little bit. Um, we have things and stuff to talk about. I really like to say that phrase, things and stuff. Stuff and um, things. Stuff and things. Um, you know, the, what was happening and still apparently happening? Uh, yes. That Area 51 raid. Oh, oh, God. That thing now? Oh, my gosh. I think it's pretty hilarious. I, I th- <laughs> so. <laughs> I thought it was. I yeah. thought we were going to see some contestants for Darwin Awards. Oh, my. Well, it, it still could happen. That's the thing. I think that. I think the Air Force and local police are aware enough of what's going on. They're super prepared for this right now. Well, out of the millions of people that signed up for it, about 75 showed up. Well, so there was, uh, I guess there was a music festival or something like that. That's in a neighboring town that they might expect a few thousand people to show up. But for the actual Naruto raid. (laughs) Right, the Naruto run raid. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 75 out of those millions actually showed up. And those are probably the people that are pretty out there. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so it was never a good idea in the, you know, in the it beginning. It wouldn't even matter if it was Area 51. If we said Peterson Air Force Base in Colorado and right. said, let's, we can, we're going to rush the base. They can't stop us all. They right. actually have a legal right to shoot to kill once you pass the fence. Yeah. Now, whether they are or not, you know, as a matter of, like, they don't want to necessarily make that the, uh, this new centerpiece for the year that <laughs> right that we killed two thousand idiots while they were raiding the base to go check out things mowed them down. But I could see there being an order of magnitude of tear gas and tasers. Uh, oh, I'm sure that there would definitely they, they would be, do something. There'd definitely be a wall of people to prevent the people from running Naruto running of all things. Into... There were a couple of YouTubers that started early last week that actually got detained from it. So we've got a total of one. Uh, one current person that has been detained. Now, I haven't checked in the last few hours, but There's... as of last night, so as of the twentieth, there was one person that had been that had been detained in the planned raid. There's uh, there there's been a few more, but it's just a handful of people. Of course, there's like seventy five people. It's not like they're a... detaining them and then like putting them in and go fuck you in the ass prison. It's like no, it's, it's just, just like. 
it's you're just in like, timeout. You're basically in timeout. Yeah. Until the raid's over. Sorry, yeah. buddy. Enjoy the shitty meal. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here's your box. You get to stay here for the weekend. Um, yeah, no, it, which is pretty much how that goes. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's perfectly appropriate. And uh, I think it's silly. I think it's funny. I thought it was funny that they had the first news uh, report. Somebody ran behind the reporter, Naruto running. Right, and there was a single person that did it. I was, it was just right one behind dude. the right behind the reporter. But uh, yeah, I the. Actual thing ended up the guy that organized it, you know, told people obviously that weren't getting that it was a joke that was a joke, and then planned a concert in Vegas that was alien themed. Right. Yeah. So there's that's the that's the thing. They expect more people to you know, to try to kind of show up. The, they said the seventy five people that did show up were fairly peaceful. They didn't do anything overly dumb. Uh, they didn't, you know, I think like there was storm. a lot of selfies in front of the gate. Right. Uh, 75 people in a day is pretty much what, pretty you know, tame. Roswell gets for freaking, you know, tourist attractions. It's really nothing more than uh, what they uh, what they normally I, I get. I work with more than people than that. Right. You know, and, and Daily. it's the whole idea was dumb to begin with because, I mean, even if you had... You know, even if you had thousands of people show up, they would stop every single one of them. Uh, the uh, the local you know police force, uh, the 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 military, of course, was you know well clued into it. If it was a raid, as they say, um, the, the 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 whole way they went about it basically gave all the authorities all of the. Uh, uh, the preparation time they needed to uh, you know, to ensure that none of the people who attended would be successful. Right. Uh, not that F- Area Fifty One is anything super special. It's just like it, it's a just an Air Force base where they do fucking weapons testing. Why would you want to raid one of the uh, places so, where they drop fucking live ammunition? And that's actually a safety concern more right. than anything else. So right now, out of the meme event, there is a story right now saying that only one woman actually stormed Area 51 to see them aliens, and that was posted today as of 1.30. <laughs> one person. One. one out of a million. Yeah. There you go. That It was never really going to happen. I don't see it. So it's, really. they've got estimates. Throughout the day, reports estimate that 200 people showed up to see the potential aliens, but Two. only one woman actually crossed the barrier. Only about 20 people ever accumulated at once. Right. Which so. is probably no more than what Roswell normally gets uh, on, a, on a normal basis. Now, I did hear that the, there was two smaller towns where the towns themselves are like super tiny, like 150 total residents for the town. Right. Where there was a couple hundred, uh, hundred people to a couple thousand people that would show up. Uh, you know, and the authorities are kind of looking at those two places as where the the staging for this quote unquote raid is, uh, you know, is going to happen over the weekend. Um, I mean, ultimately, they, I, I'm sure that they've got this on lockdown. They've they even said on a Here, news I'll report, give you a very official source. What's so that? according to NPR. According to the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office, one arrest was made, not for attempting to freeing an alien, but for public urination. 
Ten days before the planned raid, two Dutch tourists were arrested after being found trespassing on Department of Land near Area 51. Right. That's what we got, according to NPR, and I don't think that you can get more official than that. Pissing in the desert, man. That's what you got. That, that's that's what's going on your record. <laughs> Pissing in the desert. You dumbass. Uh, it's... <laughs> none of these people are uh, even... I I don't see it as a big threat, honestly. I don't think anybody really sees it as a big threat. There really isn't anything that's actually at Area 51. It's just a big meme right now. Um, I don't. I don't even know what. To, I don't even know where to go. This. It's just an idiocracy. It's, well, I love stories about idiocracy. Remember when they used to have the Darwin Awards? Yeah, yeah. I. I mean, those are still a thing. Yeah. I you like know? the ones that don't result in death, but well, I mean, the the Darwin Awards where they just basically like prevent themselves from ever reproducing. Uh, those are the best. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but kind of moving along from that, um, Jason, did you have something or Rusty? Not really. No. Are you serious? Didn't. You didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't find anything. I, you're you're the you're the news, news I, guy. I'm the Come news on. guy who's been. I will, I will give you something else. So, just as a, an aside, um, if you don't know by now, I'm a huge BSG fan or Battlestar Galactica for the uninitiated. Oh my god! Um, I heard about this. There's a reboot from NBC on their streaming service that's rumored. I'm skeptical. I know that they'll have to do something 100% different, just like they did the last one. But I don't know how who's going to capture those dad speeches. Like, it was it. Uh, Edward James or James Edward almost I can never remember one of the two whose names is first names man you but know me he does names, the man. best he did the best Captain Dad spot for you know Commander Adama that, that there ever was oh, right. and like half of the appeal of the show for me was him because I thought he did such a good job of that character yeah him and uh, you know his uh, first in command Saul or what was his name Tyre Saul Saul yeah Saul yeah I, I like the dynamic between the two. I like the dynamic uh, with a lot of the other characters. I really like the chief, um, right? I, well, I really liked uh, a lot of the stuff about the Cylons as humans. I really like uh, well, number six. I think everybody does. Oh, yeah, <laughs> anybody with eyeballs. That's... So before Any... you get too far into this, yeah, I've done additional reading about this. Okay, yeah. so so this is not going to be a reboot. This is not going to be another reimagining. What uh, what they're actually going to focus on is doing more stories within that universe, with different Either, writers, huh? With different writers. I mean, did you ever watch Caprica? Because that was not that no, entertaining. No, it's the same dude. Oh, is it? Yeah, but who are they different use? producer, but same writer. But who's going to be doing the cast then? They've got to be. That was ten I years ago, know. more than fifteen years ago. Those people are not young. Right. Don't yeah. ask me where they're going to pull these stories from. I mean, they you... ended the show. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it does have right, a pretty but... definitive ending. Right, but you think about that, um, about that whole thing. You could go back to the first Cylon War, do a show there. I mean, you yeah, could... but like I said, like they did the you know. Caprica pre-sequel thing, and right. just, I. Love BSG and could not get into Caprica. With Caprica, though, I think it was more 
what they chose to focus on was really the the bad part. If you just look at the first Cylon War before, you know, before the Artemis, right? You could focus on another Battlestar. You could focus on any number of things within that universe and still have that similar setting to Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, but they Whereas were literally the last... Caprica... was just the planet. ...was just the planet it's, and... It's just hard. how the Cylons were created, and I think they made some bad choices. But just think about the show, though. The show is literally, that is the last remnants of humanity. So who do they focus on other than those people in that universe? They're literally the last if remnants of humanity. prequel. I don't think that, that uh, I don't think. Uh, honestly, I think it's going to be a big fucking shit show. Uh, leave it alone. Uh, they've already rebooted it once. There's really no it's reason only, to jump into it again. Yeah, ten years ago, right? Like it was a, it's a fucking fantastic. I'm rewatching it right now as just one of my like comfort food items. Right, and it's it's on Prime right now. You just you can go back and watch it. That's that's the thing. It was a, it still a fairly holds up really well. Yeah, fairly decent show. Um, I mean, I guess you could still have Trisha Helfner in anything right now. She right now she's in Lucifer and she's still hot as shit. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, it, it's just i'm not going to debate that <laughs> it's it's just uh you know the, there's many She's other things better, that, better as an actress too so there's that there's many other you know sci-fi shows that you could you could go with that would benefit from a you know uh like a either a reboot or a reimagining or just I an update all they also the other thing that they really need for that series and this is going to sound dumb huh. is they need a a ship fighting game that uses those physics in that universe. Huh. Just like with more story than Elite Dangerous. Uh. Because really the whole reason I love the flying in Elite Dangerous is it's so much like BSG. That, well, that fly backwards didn't bullshit. Did they actually create a game for Battlestar? It sucks ass. Oh, it does? Yeah. Well, there's not any good Battlestar games. The problem is, is that the you know you're talking about niche markets earlier. That's a niche market, you know, getting, you know, you know, getting a spaceship game with, you know, Newtonian physics into it. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of problems getting people to play that game. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but long story short, um, the show was already real good. It still holds up. I don't know. I mean, I guess if it's the same writer, right? But I don't know what to I don't know what to do with that. I'm really skeptical because I really like what's already there. And I don't like tainting what was good. Yeah, it it's too early for a uh, for another one of those shows. I think that's that's kind of my take on it. It's not old enough to be remade, uh, and it still holds up today. So you know, going through and doing an update to it and re-releasing it's not going to do any you know really any good. Uh, but you know, go back to some of the, you know, some original sci-fi stuff. And if you have to remake something, which is just a fucking cop-out anymore, uh, if you have to remake something, remake some of the underperformers from early sci-fi, like in the 80s and 90s, and go with it. Like, just, like, imagine, like, a, a Babylon 5 with... You know, like today's fucking CGI. 
I don't really like Babylon Five to begin with. So, you know, but I, I get where you're going. Yeah, just you know, just go back and and reimagine something, you know, that you know it, could really benefit from it. You know, switching gears a little bit. Um, so recently, the Final Fantasy VII remake Twitter account has talked about some things from Tokyo Game Show. I know. I and they said this. there's a classic mode for oh. that game, and that instantly got my. You know, it, it was. I was instantly like, "Oh, okay, per- that's actually what I wanted." Yeah, thank you for putting that in. Yeah. So the classic mode. So and you know, I'd like to say we influenced that decision. I know that's not <laughs> yeah, the case. it's not. It's because we did us. talk about this earlier in yeah. the last over the last couple of weeks. I, all I wanted from the you know from Final Fantasy VII's remake was uh, was to be able to play it like I used to play Final Fantasy VII, you know, uh, ATB, uh, turn based, you know, classic combat, but with a uh, with a, a, a updated graphic style. Uh, I didn't want another uh, another uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, was it? Fuck fifteen. So fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I the I I liked that game pretty well, but I it felt really chaotic. I never really knew exactly what I was going for next in my fighting because it felt super mashy. It was very mashy, but it it had its it had its fun, but it wasn't. It didn't feel like a Final Fantasy game. It felt like a you know, uh, you know, it felt more like a fighting game. Like and. That's that's the problem that I had with that Final Fantasy is that it had everything that had to do with Final Fantasy. It was just wrapped around a action game uh, instead right. of an RPG. Uh, didn't have very good RPG elements in it. Um, whereas Final Fantasy VII is basically you know the rose tinted glasses version of the you know the best RPG ever made. Um, you know that's. Debatable. It's you know people argue about it all the freaking time, but you know when people think of Final Fantasy, most of the time they think of Final Fantasy VII. Um, well, our generation, does. Well, our generation does. I mean, I remember Final Fantasy III that was the three in the U.S. and yeah, the numbering system between Japan and you know U.S. is weird, but that's the one I remember um, with the espers and whatnot. Uh, but I, Final Fantasy VII is, you know, it was iconic. It's not, not unplayable at this point. Like, going back to play the freaking, like, you know, six polygons that create a character, uh, <laughs> you know, from, from back was, in the day. I was, uh, I've been talking about that a lot with one of the guys that works with me, and he plays, he plays a lot of stuff on emulator. Right. And he's not big on new games, but he's like looking for stuff that he used to play. So we got in a conversation about final fight and he's like, Oh yeah, I remember that game. I really want to play that game. And he was telling me, he's like, when you go back and play like the old Ninja Turtles games and all this stuff on Sega Genesis, uh-huh. he's like that pixel art style holds up extremely well. And he's gone as far as putting it on a CRT TV to play all this stuff. Right. Because he said it softens up the pixels a little bit. And he said, once it softened up, he's like, it just holds. He's like, you can't play a PlayStation game, a PlayStation original game, and still looks good. He's like, I can't get past it. But playing any of those games with the 16-bit art style yeah, um, just holds up incredibly well. I mean, just going back and, like, I mean, I I, I always, when I think about of this, I go back to, like, the Mega Man Xs. Still love those games. You know, the Mega Man Xs, specifically the ones that came out for the uh, for the Super Nintendo, perfect i i love the fucking art style and the sound design for 
the Mega Man X's. The um, you know the you know, games for the Super Nintendo are basically there's all, all of those games fit really well, or and just, they're and they're they hold up today. Just but even if, playing stuff like old PSP games like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, right? Right, like that holds up really well. Well, um, yeah. It's not until you get into it's, stuff that have some UI issues because of the size of your display that it looks weird. Like I was trying to play March of the Ogre, uh, Ogre Battle, March of the Black Queen, um, fairly recently, and the way that it displayed on my because I play a lot of things through PC on my TV, right? And the way that it displays the text on there is like almost fucking illegible. Yeah. And the way that the map looks is almost fucking illegible. The character models and sprites look great, but. Because it's if you haven't played, it's basically like what was going on before Final Fantasy Tactics. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. So like I was like, I want to get back into this. My gamer ADD, and then I just started playing. I was like, man, I'm having a hard time reading this. Yeah, Final Fantasy Tactics was you know was it's still a game that you know that you could pick up and play nowadays, uh, and it ages very well because and, and it's mainly the the pixel art style, but also the fact that they use sprites. Um, when they, when you start going into the 3d realm, like if you go back and you try to play a game like virtual fighter, for instance, uh, virtual fighter is fairly early, uh, foray into 3d, you know, 3d gaming, uh, and it uses polygons for the characters and those polygons are super duper blocky, um, was cutting edge for the time, but it does not age very well. And Final Fantasy VII is, you know, very much in that. The backgrounds right. for Final Fantasy VII look great, but you know, the character models pop out of them, you know, in such a way that it's stark contrast. This is why I can't afford it. It's three hundred and forty dollars on eBay. If I got what? that Ogre Battle for PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's this is why I have it on emulator. Right. The um. The the thing is is with uh with, with the Final Fantasy VII remake that you know did you see the uh, the the video of it I mean it was all in Japanese at the time I that I watched I didn't I didn't watch the video <laughs> so I uh, I watched the video and I can tell you that they redone the battle music for it and it's fucking phenomenal I th- what they did with the battle music for Final Fantasy VII total thumbs up I'm going to you know, once that game comes out, I know that that fucking, you know, that is going to be on a soundtrack. I'm going to have that fucking soundtrack because Final Fantasy VII Battle Music was iconic. I used it as my fucking, uh, my alarm sound for the longest fucking time, the Final Fantasy VII Battle Music. Um, and it just had a, you know, it it was very specific to that. It still plays in my in my head whenever I think about it. What they did with it is, you know, they updated it and it sounds phenomenal. So props to them for doing that. The uh, The battle itself looked interesting because it used the environment in some places. Uh, and what they did with the uh, with the summon, uh, they summoned uh, Ifrit. And Ifrit now kind of stays on the battleground and is another character that, you know, that attacks the boss or, you know, the enemies that you're fighting at the time. Uh, before it does his, so it's uh, a multi-turn attack, right? And and then at the end of its duration, it'll do the uh, uh, the big attack, like the Inferno Ball or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, you know, attack 
you know, the one that, you know, the attack that it's known for, right? Uh, so the summons have a, uh, a, a an additional use, which makes me think about, like, what would the Knights of the Round look like or what would Odin look like, uh, which is, you know, an interesting thought. What would... Uh, you know, what, Bahamut what would, would Bahamut be Bahamut zero. Yeah, zero like. or new, uh, Neo or whatever. You know, all the different summons for it. What would those? Uh, what would those do to the battleground? Uh, that's that's kind of the you know the interesting portion of this. The only problem I have with the Final Fantasy VII remake is the fact that it's going to be episodic, which sucks. But uh, in a lot of ways, um, because I'm not big. Big fan of getting into a game and then finding out you're at the end of the episode and you have to wait. Uh, so it's going to be a fight for me to you know to uh, not play this game right away. But I feel like uh, honestly, I don't like the idea that they're doing the episodic. I would wait an extra year or two for them just to complete the game. <laughs> <laughs> give I'm it the, to me. I'm the crazy person that probably will buy the first episode. And and you know, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna probably pick it up, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna, you know, pick it up and I'll play the first episode and then I'll be super fucking disappointed at the end of it because all I want to do is play more. Right. You know, and you know, that's I'm calling it right now for the future. Future me is probably going to come back to this episode and say, yeah, he was right. Because uh, that's that's probably what's going to happen. Well, that most assuredly is going to be what's going to happen for that game. Um, and, and I'm going to say, yeah, I wish they would just finish the goddamn game. Uh, though the episodes are supposed to be stupid long. Yeah, if the episodes are twenty plus hours, I'm probably pretty okay with it. Yeah, it's it's all right. You know, I am one of those guys that maxed out the timer on Final Fantasy VII, uh, and I yeah I played that game to its uh, absolute completion. Uh, I had everybody in my party had a copy of you know the strongest summon, and all they did at the final for the final boss is just resummon the same summon over and over again. So it was like 40 minutes of me just summoning the same fucking Knights of the Round over and over and over again at maximum level. Because um, Knights of the Round. Because Knights of the Round. Because you, you yeah, you just can't do much more damage than that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really see much else. Did you have anything else, Rusty? Uh, I mean, there was... Just a couple other, th you know, smaller things. Um, most of it is just, you know, like I already talked about, I was watching, you know, for releases for Borderlands 3. Uh, one of the things that you'll see for Borderlands 3 is that there is not going to be any DLC new characters or new vault hunters. Like, for instance, they had the, uh, uh, the, the Berserker dude, um, for mm -hmm. Borderlands 2. Then they had this, wasn't the Psycho one? Psycho, of that's that's the Psycho. Uh, the, the Psycho additional Vault Hunter Psycho. Yeah, but they're dude. doing just episode stuff, like they're doing a haunted event this next month, which I thought, right, that's, which they did in 2 as well, and yeah, they did in 1. They're going to do... And that's a free LC, right? Yeah, that's a free LC. Um, so they're going to be doing those events, uh, and that the Halloween event will come out in late October, 
uh, will run for about a month, uh, and then it'll go away. It has uh, a new a new set of bosses, new set of enemies, um, a new debuff style or a new new debuff or damage type called uh, Terror, uh, and uh, there is. Uh, some cosmetics that you can pick up from it, and it, it's it's going to be standard uh, Borderlands fare, but it'll be a, you know, only a set amount of time. Kind of, you know, the people on the internet that heard about this will think, yeah, this is going to be one of those seasonal things. Excuse me, uh, seasonal things that'll go uh, come and go every year or so. Right. Um, but it's free content. So you can't really argue with free content. Um, the uh, the first paid DLC will come after, uh, which if you have the uh, the season pass, you'll get for that. There isn't any details for that, but they did you know did point out and say that don't expect any new vault hunters. If there's anything, there might be new trees or new abilities for the current trees. Uh, I'm but fine with that. No new vault hunters because what they saw was uh, when the psycho vault hunter came out, most p- uh, players picked him up, played him for a little bit, but then eventually just went back to their original vault hunter and just continued playing that. And that character and all of the development work that made it, you know, that went into it was kind of wasted. So yeah. they're not going to do that anymore. Um, well, because people generally only play that game. Two or three playthroughs with a different character, and then they're done. Like, yeah, I mean, well, there's... there's four characters, so like, if you wanted to complete complete it, you might play four times through, right? I'm not that person. Like, I'm thinking about playing the hunter class. I I want to play uh, Flack, which is the uh, the hunter class, the beastmaster class. But um, I I picked up Zane because he looked like he was more versatile than the, all the other characters, so it, it... was. One of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm going to give this guy a shot. And then immediately got a bunch of heads and skins and stuff, just even in the first area. So I was like, you know, this is buried enough. I'll give this a shot. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm probably going to play through Borderlands 3 probably twice. I'm going to let it sit for a little bit after I complete it. You know, after I am I feel like I've progressed enough with the uh, with Amara the Siren. Uh, move on to a different game and come back to it later after some of the DLCs come out and maybe pick up uh, the uh, the flat character later on. Um, it's yeah, just I totally plan on sticking with a character all the way through before I try anybody else. Right. It's just uh, like I basically rolled the dice. I was like, I want to. Yeah, I haven't played this guy. He looks kind of like Roland. I'm going to give it a shot. Right. His, you know, his shield looks good uh, as far as an ability. Uh, the. Um, I'm not one of those people who goes balls deep into into Borderlands, plays all four characters to their completion, and then does like ultra build videos or freaking like you know legendary breakdowns of how to get a legendary and what you know what stats to look for and things like that. No, I'm looking to play the fucking game, right? I want to have fun, uh, and ultimately that means that I'm going to do what I do with just about every RPG looter shooter or or um, roguelike is I'll play it, I'll beat it, and then I'll move on, and I'll come back to it later. You know, yep. that's what I'm going to do with Remnant. 
And Pretty even much. though Remnant has new DLC that's, you know, or new free content that's come out, I'm waiting to see what they're going to do for DLC for uh, for Remnant before I go back and play that again. Yeah, I'm just going to get through it and then hopefully have it done before next show, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't have I don't have anything else. I, I mean, there's... It's a news light week. We're in that spot where they're just game release after game release after game release. And there's there's quite a few games will, coming out. Yeah, so. and I think right now Game Pass is probably a pretty solid choice if you're on the budget because there's a lot of stuff. Bloodstain just got released on Game Pass. Yeah, so, I mean, for, if you don't for the have price to get of stuff, if you don't have to get stuff day one, Game Pass, aside from the tentpole releases, shit, we've got uh, it, if nothing else, Outer Worlds just, coming out, what, next week? Or nice. weeks. Now, Outer Worlds is, uh, yeah, uh, not too far away. So, I mean, I have to clear up my calendar for that, for sure. Right. Um, and that is going to be on Game Pass as well. So, yep. it, if nothing else, if you already have gold paid for however much, get the two months of Game Pass. It'll convert. The yeah. rest of your gold to ultimate. Yeah. For and the two bucks. Worth it. And totally worth, worth it. Worth it. Especially if you're playing on PC, get, you know, getting in on the PC beta, getting access to, uh, you know, some of the games on PC is fucking key for me. Um, I really wish I'd known that Bloodstain was coming to, uh, uh, to Game Pass because I would have saved myself like 30 bucks. Uh, well, I have it borrowed right now on PS4, and now I'm like, well, why don't I just play it on something I know I have forever, and then I'll give that back to Matt. There you go. Uh, and, and for the for the price of included with Game Pass, it's worth a try at least if you like, uh, you know, Metroidvanias. It's got its issues, but it's ultimately a it's, it's a fairly right, solid game. It's an all right title. Uh, yeah. I'll give it that. All right, I think it's probably a good place to stop. Okay. Yep. So find us on Spotify and iTunes. Rate us. We'll appreciate it. Yeah. Websites yeah. tiltcast.com and our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash the real tiltcast. Find us on Twitter and Facebook as well. That's where you're going to get notifications of when we post stuff. But if you will link to the RSS feed from the website, any of your RSS feed uh, following tools should work now. Um, and then, of course, Spotify, after I update something, updates within 10 minutes of me updating the episode. Apple takes about a day. Um, also, though, um, we've got some friends of the show. We've got the NoQuarters.net crew. We've got BMFCast.com. We've got Cabbage, KBG, which is Trent and his long place. And you have TVGP.TV. They do great things. Net plays uh, all sorts of games on there. You yes. probably should get a you know headset. <laughs> With that, it is the end of the damn show. All right. Peace.